0: Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Uh there is so much to talk about today. We're I think we're just gonna stay till we get it all covered. Yeah. Five, six o'clock this afternoon. Uh six thirty, seven, something like that.
2: I mean I'll hang with eight. You. No. Maybe three or so I'll hang with you till then, but I've got a Braves game starting at four o'clock. Central Times.
1: So well, because gonna- of Keith's lack of commitment to the show, uh, I guess we'll be taking it uh, without him for the last four or five hours.
2: Well, today. maybe if we talk fast and we go through some of this, we can get done by three-ish.
1: No, there's no way. It can't be done. Okay, <clears throat> But all along the way, we will be providing a traffic and weather together every six minutes on the fours. 900 uh, Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And don't forget to sign up at facebook.com slash patunleashed. Same for Twitter.com and Instagram.com. There's a chance to win some cool prizes uh, later today on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, follow me at Pat Unleashed and sign up so that... Uh, yeah, get the alerts. You get the alerts and you yeah. can play the contest and perhaps win fabulous prizes. Selected especially for you. Nice. Um, before we get into the all the muck and grime of what's going on, Let me first take a minute and tell you about riduzone. If you've been struggling with controlling your weight, and, you know, who doesn't, um, there is a reason for it. It's your biology. Scientists now understand that your brain is continually telling your body, hey, need more fuel, give me more calories, no matter how much you eat. Now, we do have a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to our body or to our brain that we're full. It's just that most of us don't, don't produce enough of it. So that's where Riduzone comes in. It's made of OEA, and that's about it. There's no other chemical. There's no caffeine in it to make you all jumpy and jittery. FDA accepted. Riduzone developed to provide the OEA we need to stop eating. It's a safe, vegetarian, and uh, gluten-free supplement. Use the promo code PAT when you go to Riduzone.com. That's R I D U. Zone.com. Get 30% off a three month supply. Go to RIDUZONE.com.
0: Pat Gray, unleashed.
1: Uh, all right. Of course, the, the impeachment uh, process, the inquiry continues uh, to heat up. The back and forth is, is pretty ugly, actually. Uh, pretty amazing what's going on. And also on the other side, as the Democrats are preparing to try to take Trump on um, a strange occurrence the other night when Bernie Bernie uh, Sanders had a heart event and now he's uh, in the hospital until further notice. They've canceled everything. All of his events, 78 years old, taken to a Vegas hospital after he had uh, chest discomfort. And so they, inserted two stents to open up and and get that blood flowing again. I guess he's conversing it in good spirits, but uh, that can't help but hurt his campaign. I mean, how do you go on when your supporters all know that, I mean, you're not necessarily the healthiest of candidates. And uh, with that kind of question mark over your future, I don't, that makes it really tough to go forward, I would think, with this presidential campaign. It would make sense to hear in a week or two, yeah, Bernie's dropping out.
2: Right, right. And uh, he actually, I'm looking for the tweet here. Um, Yeah, he's already politicized his own health. Thanks for all the well wishes, he says. I'm feeling good. I'm fortunate to have good health care and great doctors and nurses helping me to recover. Wait,
1: he's got good health care? Uh, you're welcome in for this that, crappy by the
2: way. system? Yeah.
1: Hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: We're paying for that. You're welcome, Senator. Uh none of us know when a medical emergency might affect us and no one should fear going bankrupt if it occurs. Oh, Medicare for all.
1: That's his tweet yesterday. This guy may be just stubborn enough to try to Carry this through. Uh it'll be interesting to see how people respond to this now. Cause he was slipping in the polls before this. I would think he would go away after it. He's uh, got As far to, as right? the polls are concerned. Yeah, he's gotta. I mean, he's still raising the most money. He raised uh twenty five million in the last quarter, which was more than anybody else. Yeah. Um That's and weird. So yeah, he <laughs> leaves Elizabeth Warren in the dust when it comes to fundraising. So he doesn't have as much support, but the support he does have, they're pretty passionate enough to donate a crap load of money to his campaign.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what a nightmare it would be for him to actually get a sympathy vote now and, and there's a backlash of support for him and uh, that he wins the nomination and beats Trump and we got a socialist in office. That would I – I don't think that's going to happen, though. Uh much better chance of him dropping out in the next two or three weeks or so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, as the impeachment talk continues and we have all of that back and forth, one of the things that Biden has been saying all along is that he didn't even he didn't even talk to his son Hunter about his business arrangement in the Ukraine or anywhere else. He didn't even talk to him about that. He's never spoken about it. Mm-hmm. Really. Huh? Uh, Then it turns out that Joe and Hunter were seen golfing with Ukraine gas company executives back in 2014. Now, it's possible that... Is that the Burisma guy? Uh, I guess it's... I think that's his partner. Yeah, his business partner, yeah. It's uh, Hunter Biden and uh, Archer and Joe uh, with the Burisma Holdings Board in uh 2014. But
2: I mean, but we they don't never know what they were talking about, about they were probably talking
1: about golf exclusively. Yeah, They're just talking about their handicaps. That's all. Uh and Joe of course is he's uh he's losing his mind. Um that's his <laughs> handicap right now. Uh but that is really I, I But he just said he what a week and a half ago said they never discussed I have never discussed it. Then you see the three of them on a golf course together and you think, "Huh, okay, well, I mean, I guess it's Possible? It never came up. It just isn't very likely. That's all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, some uh, tweets about all of this insanity. Uh, we have uh, Trump tweeting about Adam Schiff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Adam Schiff should be so lucky as to have the brains, honor, and strength of Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Now, Pompeo's getting hammered for his involvement in all of this. For a low like lowlife like Schiff, who completely fabricated my words and read them to Congress as though they were said by me to demean a first in class at West Point is sad <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> <clears throat> so you have to read it like that. It can't be it is sad. Mm-hmm. It's sad
2: All capped exclamation mark.
1: Yes. Uh, he also tweeted out, the do-nothing Democrats should be focused on building up our country, not wasting everyone's time and en- energy uh, on impeachment. Well, he's, he said a different <laughs> word. It starts with <laughs> bull.
2: Yeah, he tweeted that, all caps. BS. Yeah, he's
1: he's pissed right now. Uh-huh. Which is what they've been doing ever since I got overwhelmingly elected in 2016. Uh, get a better candidate this time. You'll need it.
2: Hold on. I don't. I, all right. This bugs me. You see, can you put that back up, that last tweet, Rob? Of, uh, you see that when he puts it 223 306. You never put the winning score on the right hand side.
1: Right. Yeah. You
2: got to uh, put it on the left. I don't care. Home team, road team, the bigger number goes to the left. Just saying. That bugs me.
1: Does yeah. me too. Thank There's you. no reason to ever do that. Plus, especially when he's talking about his numbers.
2: Right. So you would
1: flip that around. Why would you do it the opposite way?
2: (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, fun fun day yesterday in the impeachment front, for sure.
1: Shows he's not a sports fan, probably. (laughs) Uh, So this madness all continues. Uh, It just, there's no end to it. Uh, Trump is talking about our democracy. Oh, no. CNN's uh, Jim Acosta tried to interrupt him. Uh Here's what happened.
0: And I I just want to finish by saying... uh, it's an honor to be with the president of Finland. He's done a fantastic job, very popular, beloved over in Finland. Uh, the WTO has been much better to us since I've been president because they understand they can't get away with what they've been getting away with for so many years, which is ripping off the United States. And please remember the president's last remarks mm-hmm. that we are a great democracy. We are no. a great... The United States is a great democracy.
1: No, and no I'm airing isn't.
0: <laughs> What I'm airing, because oh we are, in fact, a democracy.
1: No, we're not, in fact, And a if the
0: press democracy. were straight yeah. and honest and forthright and right. tough, yeah. we would be a far greater nation. Uh, we would be a far greater when we don't have the CNNs of the world who are corrupt people. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> yep. I mean, keep I- your mouth closed, Jim Acosta.
1: Yeah. But he called us a democracy four times. We are in fact a great democracy. No, we are not in fact a democracy of any kind. I suppose he, you know, he doesn't spend the time on this that we do. I, I don't. I really, I mean, it is so important to make that distinction. And there is a lot of people that just think it's the same. It's, it's not. And there is a reason to correct people because they're they're being duped into this democratic socialism bullcrap that's the problem here, and that's why the Democrats love to use the word democracy just ugh, pains me to see the president uh getting into that triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also uh when was Schiff aware of the whistleblower hmm. Hmm. looks like pretty early on uh and uh
0: There is a report that came out just before you and President Inishto walked out here Mm -hmm. that the whistleblower met with a staff member of Adam Schiff prior to that (laughs) question. It shows that Schiff is a fraud. (laughs) I I love that question. Thank you, John. Can I finish asking? Yes. There's nothing to finish. so the whistleblower, according to this report, met with a member of, st- of uh, Adam Schiff's staff. You got it right there. <laughs> you the know it. I hate right. to say it's the New York Times. I can't believe they wrote it. Your your response to the <laughs> maybe getting better. Your response to the fact that that happened and that Schiff may have learned some of what the whistleblower knew prior to the complaint. Well, I think it's a scandal that he knew before. I go a step further. I think he probably helped write it. Mm. Okay, that's what the word is. And I think mm. it's. Uh, I give a lot of respect for the New York Times for putting it out. Just happened as I'm walking up here. They handed it to me and I said to Mike, I said, whoa, that's something. That's big stuff. That's a big story. He knew long before and he helped write it, too. It's a scam. It's a scam. Just to finish on this, I appreciate it. I love that second question, by the way. <laughs> Should have asked it first. <laughs> but but let, let me just tell you, the whole thing is a scam. Yeah. The Mueller deal was a scam. The Mm -hmm. Russian collusion was a scam. You can ask Putin. Nobody's been rougher on Russia than Donald Trump, okay? Now, with that being said, it would be great to get along with Russia, and we will get Mm -hmm. along with Russia because it's smart, but nobody's been tougher on Russia than Donald Trump.
1: No one. No one's been tougher. Okay. I I don't (laughs) think that's true. But it is interesting that Schiff knew so early on. Apparently, the whistleblower, the so-called whistleblower, went to shift directly and he was one of the first if not the first to get the information he helped write it he helped write it he helped write the report i wonder if we will find that out i mean that'd be tough to prove
2: and do recall the whistleblower isn't the person with first-hand knowledge of what happened on the phone
1: call that's that's what we should be looking into who's the person in donald trump's circle that gave the whistleblower the information, because that's the real whistleblower right there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right there! And he really needs to find out who that is that's betrayed him in this way.
2: Yeah, and um, Representative Adam Schiff uh, earned a nickname uh, from President Trump yesterday. It's now Shifty Schiff. <clears throat> not not his best effort, no, that, as far as nicknames probably not. go, but uh, probably not. you might be uh, hearing... Uh, Hearing that a little bit more, seeing the tweets, shifty shift.
1: <laughs> I'm sure people will they'll pick that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not. Yeah, you're right. That's not his best. Attitude. That's
2: not as catchy as Little Marco,
1: <laughs> which low. really hurt Little Marco too. By the way, or
2: low energy gem. Triple eight nine
1: hundred thirty three ninety three. So all of this madness. Uh, who knows where this ends up? Obviously, they're going to have they're going to bring articles of impeachment. And he'll probably be impeached since the Democrats have control in the House. Then it'll go to the Senate, and it will be stopped there because he will not be convicted. Now they're talking about what if he were? What if he were convicted? And let's say it happens before the election, could he, in fact, constitutionally uh, run for for president again? And apparently the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could. If even if he's removed for office, removed from office he could still run this year, well, this coming year, uh, to, for the presidency again. Which would be really interesting. That's something we haven't seen. Yeah.
2: Um, you recall that we maxed out at 72 cents. Uh, in other words, 72% chance that he would be impeached just uh-huh. a couple of days ago. Is it down now? We are now down to 65.
1: That's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me take a minute and tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a, a network of 1,000 agents across the country who uh, really care about giving you a good experience buying or selling your home, or maybe you're relocating and you have to do both, then you really want good realtors, because that's a tough process, and it's tough to navigate that. You don't want to carry two mortgages, so you want to sell your, your home that you're living in right around the time you're ready to buy the next one. Real estate agents I trust have really good, knowledgeable realtors that you can count on. First of all, they return your phone calls in minutes, not hours or days. They have great marketing plans. They have great track records. These are successful agents. Uh, These are the people you need. Plus, uh, my favorite part of this is that they're fans of the show. That way, you know you've got a lot in common with them. 888 or... give. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, I We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. I That gray unleashed. Oh, there's a march for Trump. Oh, is there? By the way. Uh women for America first. Okay. I think are organizing this. And uh, the theme is Stop Impeachment Now. So you can join them in in D.C. It's October 17th, so Mm -hmm. that's uh, exactly two weeks from today. 10 o'clock in the morning at the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. Americans supporting Donald Trump. So if you want to participate uh, in that march, uh, here's your chance. Okay. They'd really love for you to join them. Noted. You going to be there?
2: I'm not planning on it. Um, oh,
1: wow. Huh.
2: Middle of the baseball playoffs. I don't want to be traveling during that.
1: Well, you need to sort out your priorities. I have. This is to support the president.
2: Can I support him from another corner of America?
1: No. You got to be at this March. Are you going? Oh, you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, I mean. No, are you kidding me? I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm asking, are you going to be there? Uh, it looks like oh. Rosie O'Donnell, though, uh, mm-hmm. wants. This will surprise a lot of people. She wants the president to be impeached. She probably won't be at the march. Yeah, Rosie's not going to do the march for Trump, I guess. Oh. Since she supports impeachment. Uh, She tweeted out a poll. 272,582 votes later, should President Trump, she just said Trump, should Trump be impeached? There's your numbers right there. Hell yes. 42%. -hmm. Hell no. No. 58%. Fifty-eight percent,
2: and then she pulled it down. Huh, it didn't because go quite the way it wasn't she wanted. Going her way,
1: so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. All right, we also got to see a lot more of Beto again. Oh my goodness! Then we'd probably want to. Oh no! He's in a looks like a I don't know it's what an is office or something. Yeah, yeah, in a in a, a sleeveless. Shirt. Oh,
2: look at him getting his okay. flu shot. Oh, he's psyching himself up for this. Come on, here we go.
1: Okay, I can do uh, this. I can wow, do this. Wow, he just oh, got stabbed. Oh,
2: oh no, a flu shot. Oh.
1: and he got the flu shot. He's wow, tough. that was look
2: how tough he is though.
1: That was riveting. He's, I'm sure glad he shared that with everybody. Yeah, that needed to be shared. So
2: what what do we got now on the uh, Beto uh, behind the scenes? Now we've got him uh, getting a haircut, doing push
1: ups at the dentist. Like
2: dentist mm-hmm. getting a flu shot. Yeah. What am I forgetting? Oh, a lot, probably. Have we seen him getting his uh, nose hairs trimmed? Have we done that one yet?
1: I don't know if he's done that one. The scalp massage? He's done just about everything else, though. That's embarrassing. The guy just thinks he that we just can't get enough of him. <laughs> At some point, when you've got 2% or 3% support, don't you think, okay, I, I'm being a little too narcissistic mm-hmm. here. I'm not going to share every little moment of my life on socials. Can
2: we? Can we see just that shot again of uh, of Beto um, with his sleeves rolled up? Because, um, you know, he's anti-gun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We can see why now, because he doesn't own any. <laughs> you will take a look there. Look at that. Okay, look at that, huh? <laughs> I can't. He's He is. And, but now, this one wasn't under uh, his mm-hmm. wife's account. So uh, Amy, I guess, has stopped uh, Instagramming for him.
1: Uh, he's on his own there. On his own, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Beto's own uh, uh, account tweeted that out. And anyway. Flu shot! With an exclamation point.
2: <laughs> so when's that debate coming up?
1: <laughs> the uh, The Democrat debate? Yeah, is that uh, So I don't know. know. I next mean, week or two weeks
2: from now? It's just I'm having a blank. I have it on my calendar in the hallway here. But next week, I think, yeah. And Beto's
1: in it, right? He qualified. Yeah,
2: so I think that's how much time we have left of him.
1: You, really? Until that debate. Do you expect he'll be done after that?
2: I, I do. I think before <laughs> November he'll be gone. Do you really? I do. Yeah, that's a bold prediction. Yeah, I don't think he'll be one of the final seven. I no. haven't. I haven't come up with my seven. That's just my number. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I think he's. Uh, you think he's? I think he's embarrassed himself enough. <laughs> I think it's I don't think move He along. thinks he's embarrassed. Yeah, that, himself that's kind of enough. where I'm hesitating right now. Yeah, like, does he some,
1: realize that he's an embarrassment? That's the problem. He thinks he's the most wonderful thing yeah. uh, since George Washington. That's what he thinks. Uh, but I'm not sure that even the Democrats agree with that, uh, since again he's around three or four percent in the polls, and uh, he wants to take take people's guns. Which even there's a lot of Democrats who believe in the Second Amendment. A lot of Democrats that are gonna, are going to say um, no, you're not taking my AR-15 from me. Sorry, I'm not I'm not doing a buyback. First of all, you can't have it back since you never had it in the first place. I didn't get it from you. So you're not taking it from me. So I don't I don't see him ever being able to have the kind of support that would win even the Democrat nomination, let alone the presidency.
2: Well, he's going to you know what? I'm not gonna say I take it back, but I think what he's gonna do is he's gonna he's gonna figure out who is gonna get the nominee, make his best guess mm-hmm. and go full in on that person in hopes that he will be tapped as the VP.
1: VP. Mm-hmm. That's that might be why he's hanging on this long, yeah that and the fact that he's a narcissist, and he thinks he's
2: <laughs>
1: he's awesome <laughs> nobody is more awesome in the mind of Beto than Beto himself, so uh we've got that going for us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three here's how here's how bad things are right now in uh the United States of America and really worldwide on uh forgiveness. On any level, on... uh, Man, if you said something in your past, I'm sorry. Even if you don't feel that way now, tough. You're done. Even Mahatma Gandhi is under fire right now. I mean... uh, (laughs) They are... They are taking some of his statues down in cities where they've been erected. Uh, People are changing the names of facilities where it was named after Gandhi. Problem is, uh, now he is considered a racist and uh, some kind of sexual predator, too. Um, Fascinating. A uh, A lot of people believe that he's a racist now because Me Too activists are also questioning his sexual practices. Hindu nationalists are rejecting Gandhi's vision of a pluralistic India. Uh and while he's still revered in some circles, he's been deemed uh you know a racist in others. Statue was removed from a university campus in Ghana. Activists there and in Malawi are using the hashtag Gandhi Must Fall. Because they're pissed off about his early writings. Apparently in nineteen oh three, when Gandhi was in South Africa. Nineteen oh three. He wrote that white people there should be the predominating race. He also said black people are troublesome, very dirty, and live like animals. Mm. So, I mean, even his biographer said there's no way around it. In his early life, yeah, he was, he was racist. But as he matured and learned and gained experience, he changed his mind. And he changed it a lot. I mean, he did did a 180 to the point where he was anti-racist. And he was calling for an end of discrimination of all kinds. And that included gender discrimination. Gandhi actually championed women in politics in India. But apparently, there's this other issue where he was kind of obsessed with his celibacy situation. So in his late 70s, he died when he was 78, so this was just a short while before he died. He apparently slept naked with his grand-niece, and uh, she was in her late teens at the time, so what, 18, 19? I don't... But understand. he did that because he wanted to test his willpower what? to abstain from sex. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I I got a new trick. That's um, kind of a weird one.
2: Yeah, how about don't take your clothes off and don't sleep next to your grandniece? What right. in the
1: world? How about not putting yourself in a situation where things, you know, could happen? Uh, a little bit more likely. Mm. And you're laying there with your grandniece?
2: Yeah, That's like...
1: Okay. Pick, uh, pick, I don't know right. if you want to test this
2: theory, Mahatma. Why don't you not lay with a relative... Right. Pick anyone else in the world, another female, anyone uh-huh.
1: else. And of course, so me, the Me Too movement has mm-hmm. kind of capitalized on that. I mean it is weird. It's freaky. Yeah. It's a different time. Still, I'm that one's strange. And it was in his later life, after he had matured and changed his feelings on uh on race. Now this would be uh we're right around the time when it would be his hundred mm. and fiftieth birthday and if Events are planned all over the globe. There's a vegetarian food festival in London. There's a walkathon for peace and tolerance in Dubai. <laughs> Across India, schools are holding special assemblies and singing the freedom leader's favorite prayer songs. There are trash collection drives and a mass fabric spinning session at uh, the Bahamas' old Mumbai villa. Mm-hmm. All of that going on, even as others are saying, "Wait a minute, what are you celebrating this guy for?" The problem is if we're looking for something with no problems in their past, somebody who who hasn't done a thing to insult or offend anybody ever in their life, uh, you're not going to find anyone. (laughs) There's not going to be a single person. Well, there's one single person. Oh, we have somebody who walked this earth uh, that is beyond reproach of any kind. Uh, And his name was Jesus the rest of us are all going to be flawed in some way. So if you can't even have a single flaw anymore, any fly in your lifetime ointment, um, then we better just stop revering people. We better stop erecting statues to people. And we better stop celebrating their... I mean, the holiday that he... They still celebrate his birthday.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And they still, I mean... They still revere him in India for the most part. But you're not going to be able to do that if one thing that a person said is going to be held over their head the rest of their life, especially after they've proven that they changed their mind on that one thing. I mean, How unforgiving are we going to be? It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. And as we're discussing this, we're going to show you, coming up here in a minute, uh, we're going to show you an instance of amazing forgiveness that you almost never see anymore and it didn't happen online it didn't happen on Twitter because that's nobody can be forgiven on Twitter if you if you have committed a Twitter offense of course that's uh, unforgivable (laughs) that's the unforgivable sin any offense that you made on Twitter sorry that never goes away and you can never be forgiven for that (laughs) but so true uh, we have a situation in Dallas that has really become like a national story now A female police officer who shot an unarmed man in his own apartment while he was sitting at the table eating ice cream has just been sentenced to 10 years in prison. And uh, we'll share the amazing details, the amazing story of what happened in court coming up in just a minute on Pat Gray Unleashed.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Kool Aid with a C tweets. Uh, someone should tell Trump that if we were in fact a democracy, he would not be president today. <laughs> uh, Great the, point. Yeah, very very nice. Hmm. The witch got more total votes. The <laughs> witch. Oh my. Oh no, honey. No.
2: I, what's that reference? <laughs> I don't know what. I'm not sure to whom she's
1: referring. To. I don't know. That is what a democracy is. Uh misgendered misgendered language? Oh, well, we can't. I mean, we can't. want a
0: personal privilege?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Please, Please. do not
0: use <clears throat> gendered language to right. to, to address to, everyone.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think he was going to say to communicate. But yeah. He chose not to st- to, to address everyone, yeah, I, I guess communicate was too complex a word. I don't, I don't and know. That's
2: fun when your brain does that, right? When you want to say one it. thing and
1: something else comes out, especially when he's this passionate.
0: Point of personal privilege.
1: Yes, yes, sir. Go, go ahead. Please do uh-huh. not
0: use gendered language to to address <laughs> everyone.
2: No, no. My favorite is when you're trying <clears throat> to say you don't know if you want to say do not or mm-hmm. don't, and you just say do not. Yeah, that's fun.
1: That's fun. That's good stuff. <laughs> anyway, for misgendered language, great point with the scores, Keith. Oh, thank uh, you. For example, some team was winning twenty-eight to three in some pre preseason game after three quarters, but ended up losing thirty-four to twenty-eight. Huh? Don't Can't know, imagine what what he's referring to. Don't, there. don't
2: know that reference no. either. They're uh, mis non gendered language.
1: Avoidant restrictive food intake disorder. M. <laughs> I can't wait to see Bernie uh, Bernie Equality distribute his uh, campaign donations oh, with the other candidates yeah. when he uh, drops out. I mean, that's socialism and all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah
2: it, it is. No, he should be doing it right now yeah, before I, he drops out. Sure
1: should. I mean, if he's fair. Because he has too much. And there are other candidates with almost nothing. Why, isn't he? Hmm. Uh, Roker's racing stripe. He, him. I'll bet if you look, you would find that Hunter wrote the golf trip off as a business expense. Oh, I'd like to see that. (laughs) Let's check his taxes. From Kornzox. So the doctor gave Bernie a new heart. Too bad the doctor couldn't give him a new brain. Oh, Mm -hmm. no joke. Mm -hmm. Just too muck and fudge? Yeah, as if Bernie's primary coverage is Medicare. As a full-time employed senator, he must have his sweet federal employee medical coverage. Of course he does, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. uh they have a bit a better system than we do because they're better than we are, right? Those are elite people we're just regular people. we're just the you know the unwashed mass uh they we can't have the same kind as as those great people <laughs> I mean come on no. uh from uh Keystone Pig is it just me or is everyone forgetting that to this point the whistleblower has spouted nothing more than hearsay? Can impeachment be started based on hearsay? Apparently, and because that that is what's happening in 2019. It can. Uh, Occam's flextastic razor. <laughs> Robert Francis O'Rourke campaign slogan: Vote, vote, vote me for president, because there is no one Beto. Oh, Beto.
2: no one Beto. Beto.
1: See, not no one. See Beto. Yeah, capitalist bastard tweets. <laughs> we don't have to worry much about uh, Beto taking our AR, ARs. We all know they weigh as much as ten boxes you might be moving. You'd have to move you'd have to have Michelle Obama's arms to lift one, not the arms oh. of a prepubescent girl, <laughs> you know, like we saw with Beto. Uh, smallmouth bass Kurt. Beto loves himself some Robert O'F oh, Robert Francis O'Rourke. Yeah, he does. No doubt about that. Scotty Sweatman, unless you could prove Gandhi was a Democrat governor of Virginia, he shall not be forgiven. <laughs> that is the one case recently in in any kind of recent memory, where somebody has survived that kind of thing. Yep. I And it was pretty bad. He was in blackface multiple times. Uh, he caught red-handed and skated through it. And so did the lieutenant governor, and so did the attorney general in the right,
2: state. That's right. I'm waiting for two and a half weeks from now to see if uh, Justin Justin Boxwater Trudeau... Uh, mm-hmm. Wins re-election on October twenty-first in Canada. Uh, that'll be interesting talking about blackface. All right, because I mean something comes out every week because he you know, with him
1: he did it multiple times as well. Yeah. By the way, somebody else who was who was uh, railroaded out of office <laughs> without any due process happening, <laughs> uh, and that is uh, Al Franken. Now he's, they're, trying to mend his, uh, they're trying to mend his image. They're trying to wash him clean now and get him back on the campaign trail, probably to, to try to get another senator in Minnesota. Um, and as they're trying to whitewash everything that happened with Al Franken, now a former Democratic staffer has become the ninth woman to accuse Al Franken of groping. Oh, wow. tonight! He's Just on his comeback, and now somebody else. Yeah,
2: because he's doing like a radio show now, right?
1: Yes. Nice. He got, he got his radio show back. Mm-hmm. So he laid low for a while. It all kind of quieted down. And then he thought, huh, I shouldn't have stepped down. I should have just waited. Yeah. And I should have rode this out. Yep. Uh, now, a former Democratic staffer has come forward. The unnamed woman is a military veteran, former staffer to Senator Patty Murray. And she leveled a groping accusation against Franken in a New York magazine report, which was published on Monday. She met Franken during a 2006 photo op when she was first considering running for office. Hmm. She said, he puts his hand on my ass. Oh,
2: no.
1: He's telling the photographer, take another one. I, f- I think I blinked.
2: Uh, take
1: another jerk. one. Jerk. And I'm just frozen, she said. It's so violating. And then he gives me a little squeeze on my buttock. <laughs> And I'm bright red. I don't say anything at the time, but I felt deeply, deeply uncomfortable. I, if somebody squeezes your butt like that, uh, and it's unwanted, you, don't you have to say something? Slap them across the face? Something? Man. Franken's actions shattered her confidence and her dream of one day running for office. She added that she burst into tears when the initial Franken allegations emerged, considered speaking up at that time. And she chose not to after reflecting upon another incident in which her sexual harassment complaints went unheeded. The newest accusation comes two days after the launch of his serious XM radio show and two months after The New Yorker published an article by uh, journalist Jane Meyer arguing that all eight of Franken's accusers were mistaken or lying. Seven Democrat senators told Mayor they regretted calling for Franken's resignation. Yeah, everybody regrets it now because uh, that's a senator that the Democrats could have had. Of course, I think still Democrat anyway. Yeah, it is. Franken first came under fire in 2017. Leanne Tweeden accused him of un- well, We just showed you that photo again. Yeah. And he kissed her when she didn't want him to. Uh, Tweeden also produced a now famous photo of Frank in that one right there.
2: Um, yeah, so... And everything was fine for a while. He was probably going to make a nice comeback. And he mm-hmm. probably still might because this hasn't been making any waves. Um, by the way, you were reading through the tweets and somebody mentioned Bernie Sanders um, yeah, should evenly distribute his campaign funds. So I looked up to see, you know, I wonder what, what everybody's looking like on the campaign funds. Uh, Bernie does lead the way with $46 million, Okay? Okay. On the Democratic side, (laughs) then Elizabeth Warren thirty-five million, Pete Buttigieg thirty-two, Kamala Harris twenty-four, Joe Biden rounds up the top five with twenty-one million. Okay, Uh uh-huh. So
1: now this is cash on hand, or this is what they've raised uh, total.
2: Candidate committee money.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, it takes even if you add up the top three, Sanders, Warren, and Buttigieg, they have less than Trump has to spend. He has a hundred and twenty-four million on hand, almost one hundred twenty-five.
1: Wow. Plus
2: eighty million in outside money. So I don't know, I don't I don't know how to break all this oh, does down.
1: That, is that PACs? Like
2: I, I see that's what I'm trying ashes? to figure out here. Uh just uh-huh. so he's got over two hundred million already. Wow. And so Bernie is second with forty six. Wow.
1: Oh I had no idea that right. he had that kind of either. war chest.
2: So there you go. Huh. That's uh some good news for your uh, Thursday yes. morning.
1: Yeah, it is. Yes it is. <laughs> 888 thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you're in continual pain, constantly waking up and you're hurt and you can barely walk, it takes you a while to start going, getting your body in gear again. You know, so many of us deal with that pain every single day. If yours is inflammation related, there is a really good chance we've got a great answer for you. It's called Relief Factor. We've been talking about this for a long time and the people who use it absolutely love it. People like... The other guy over Mm, there. That's right. What's his face? Every day. Every day. Every day. Because if you don't, what happens? He comes back. Yeah.
2: Seriously, after a couple of days, I'm like, man, my leg's hurting again. Oh, that's right. Been off the relief factor. Forgot your relief factor. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Same with Glenn. Uh, You know, Glenn has that weird pain. It's the neuropathy thing. And when he stopped taking the relief factor, it came right back. And so that reminds him, oh, yeah, I've I've got Take the Relief Factor. It's 100% drug-free, which is what you want in this day and age, especially with this opioid uh, scandal. Um, pretty soon, those are not going to be available. They offer a three-week quick start. Try it for three weeks for just nineteen ninety 70% of people who start with the quick start go on to order more because, it, frankly, it just worked for them. Now, there's four key ingredients that each help your body's fight against inflammation, which is why it works so well. So... Join the thousands who have found relief. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease that pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com.
4: Pat Gray, Unleashed. All right,
1: a year ago, a little over that, uh, we had a really awful situation in Dallas where a police officer was going home Uh, after a night out, and uh, she lives in an apartment building. She got off on the wrong floor, went down the hallway, uh, stopped at her her door, put her key card in there, but found that the door was unlocked. So she was alarmed. She opened it up, walked in, and there, sitting at the table, eating a bowl of ice cream, is a, a black man that she doesn't know. She ordered him to put his hands up, and I, I don't know what he said at that point. I don't know if, I, like, why? What are you doing here? Something like, you know, who knows? But at that point, she says she feared for her life, and she shot and killed him. It was not her apartment. It was his. <sighs> and so she was just convicted of murder. Now, that's a pretty strong conviction because murder is... Implies that she intended to kill him when she went in there. It seems like this would be manslaughter at the worst, um, but she did get a murder conviction and was just sentenced to 10 years. She could have gotten 99 years in prison, but she got 10. Now, an amazing thing happened uh, at the hearing for her, uh, her, the punishment phase and how long she was going to serve when the victim's brother... Took to the stand and here's what he said.
5: And I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. Wow. I want the best for you because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Mm. Please? Yes.
1: Hey, he walks across the courtroom, she she walks halfway, and they embrace like this. I mean, this is really...
3: So powerful.
1: Yeah. Really something. I mean, for a long time. This is obviously legitimate, sincere forgiveness. It's amazing. (laughs) Mm. Wow. Really powerful. Not only that, but as they're wrapping things up and, you know, she got her 10-year sentence... Everybody's starting to leave the courtroom. The judge comes down and also embraces uh, the former police officer. I actually, the judge gave her a Bible and then embraced her like this. Mm. (laughs) It's just an amazing, an amazing scene. Um, Wow. Meanwhile, there are others, you know, activists in the uh, DFW. Metroplex, who are insisting she didn't get an, enough time, uh, that it, the the penalty wasn't harsh enough, and it should have been much worse for her. They're also uh, blanketing all police officer shootings of black people into this, they're lumping it all into this particular uh, situation. And they're just not all that particular situation. Um, there have been many, many times when... The police officers have shot people, whether they're black or white, uh, where people are pissed off about it, but they were completely justified doing it because of the actions of the other person. Now, I don't, I don't know that that's the case in this particular situation because it seemed to me that she definitely did the right, wrong thing there. I mean, why? Wh- First of all, how did you mistake his apartment for yours? That's thing one. I mean, when you walk in there, don't you look around the surroundings and say, this isn't my place. I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I'm in the wrong place.
2: Yeah, I think she was uh, texting um, with her partner and probably just not paying attention as she was walking. And uh, But like you said, once you get in there, don't you realize, uh, okay, things are a little different here. You would think. And yeah. I think one of the things the prosecutors held up was the doormat outside mm-hmm. of uh botham jean's uh, apartment it was very obvious it was red you know it was like you can see before you enter
1: oh that it's the a different apartment. place
2: yeah it's a really? terrible story yeah
1: really weird Re- really weird i mean there were some suspicious things here um but as the brother of the victim botham jean his brother is pleading for forgiveness for her i mean that's powerful stuff that's powerful yeah Meanwhile, all of the activists are hanging on to, uh, yeah, she she needs to get worse than she got. Everybody who has, who has shot and killed someone who is a police officer, they also need to be convicted. That's just not the case every time. There, there are cases where the officer is definitely in the wrong. But um, there are many more cases where the officer did what they were supposed to do. And just a tragedy occurred. So uh just a, an amazing scene though in, in Dallas yesterday as Amber Geiger was sentenced to ten years in prison. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, also at uh Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh wow, that is just so amazing. Um Eric Holder on the Democrats in twenty twenty. Will uh will a Democrat win in twenty twenty? Let's take a look at what uh Eric had to say about it.
3: You're convinced that the Democrats are gonna win in twenty twenty, because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced but I'm gonna work like hell to make sure that it happens. Until some right? election security right. bill gets passed, I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's gonna be hard because the reality is that um mm-hmm. Republicans are gonna cheat. Oh. Yes. you know they're going to try to Gosh you know, keep sakes. people away from the polls. They're going to move polling places. They're going to do a whole variety of things. What? That when we had a, a Voting Rights Act <laughs> I was intact
1: can't take. a Justice
3: Department that was concerned about it, we could prevent a lot of this stuff. But Pause it for a second. So-
1: I love how, again, every single time they accuse Republicans of what they continually do. <laughs> they're the ones who suppress votes. They're the ones who want illegals to vote. They're the ones who have dead people voting. They are the ones who scammed the system time after time after time, and then he boldly proclaims because Republicans are going to cheat.
2: Yeah, that's his 2020 prediction. That's not the only prediction he has for 2020 as well.
1: All right, we'll share that (laughs) as well. Uh, Coming up in just a few minutes. Pat Gray Unleashed.
0: Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hey, don't forget, the M1 Ball is coming up really soon. It's like a month before we normally hold it. So it's this month. It's October 26th here in Dallas at the Omni Hotel. Uh, We'd love to have you there. There's going to be a delicious catered dinner, live music, special guests, live auction, silent auction, and... Even from afar you can participate in the special grand prize drawing for the 2019 Mercedes-Benz A-Class. All you have to do is buy a $100 raffle ticket. 100 bucks gets you into the drawing and you might win this Mercedes which is worth, I don't know, $35,000 $40,000. Beautiful wow. car. We yeah. sat in it. Uh it is really nice. It's a different it's a it's the Mercedes-Benz A-Class sedan. Hmm. And it is, it is really cool.
2: Yeah, you and Jeffy uh, did a little thing for that. We did. Um, was he comfortable in it as well? Yes, he was. So plenty of leg plenty room. room.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: The seats are apparently very comfortable <laughs> in this Mercedes vehicle. If you'd like to check it out, and try to win it and make it yours.
1: So, again, you don't have to be present to win the Mercedes either. You pay the 100 bucks, and you can't make it to the ball. Well, uh, that will work too. So uh, go to org slash m1ball. org. Slash M1 Ball. All right, we had the uh, Eric Holder. Let's let's start the Eric Holder thing from the beginning because he had a lot to say to the <laughs> Breakfast Club.
3: You're convinced that the Democrats are going to win in 2020? I'm not. I'm convinced, but I'm going to work like hell to make sure that it happens right. until right? some election security bill gets passed. I'm not convinced. Yeah, it's going to be hard because the reality is that. Um, uh-huh. Republicans are going to cheat. Uh, yes, you know they're going to try to you know keep people away from the polls. Sure. They're going to move yeah. polling places. They're going to do a whole right. variety of things. They're going to move polling places. When we had a, a Voting Rights Act that was intact and a uh, Justice Department that was concerned about it, we could prevent like a lot you. of this stuff. Yeah. But we don't mm-hmm. have those tools now, so we got to be see. prepared for um, mm-hmm. a tough fight. But it's a fight that we can win. You know, I think that's yeah. the thing. People shouldn't yeah. be so discouraged. Right. This is not a time for despair. This mm-hmm. is a time, even though
1: despair. you're fear mongering. And
3: um, I think if you keep that. Uh-huh. As the way in which you're going to c- conduct yourself, uh, okay. we can win this fight. We yeah, yeah, have not, sure. It's not
0: time to be like lay down, forget it. I'm just not. No, we We can but, but, like,
3: but like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, we have to make people aware of what they're up against. Absolutely. Yeah, thank so you. Yeah, you really do. Because yeah. needs to be passed. Absolutely right. Terrible people. It right. looks you're, you're... like we're going to finally get one. Um, oh. uh, looks like McConnell's going to allow a vote in the Senate, and okay. so Trump will mm-hmm. um, will sign it. It's necessary. It should have been in place Trump will, a long time ago. Let's pause it for a second. Wait a minute.
1: McConnell, the evil bastard Republican, (laughs) is going to allow the vote, and the horrible, despicable president is going to sign the bill? One that you support? (laughs) Wait! How are they going to continue to cheat, then, the way they have been? (laughs) The way you just described? They're going to move polling places so you can't even find them. I
2: mean, this guy was the... What, this is a chief of uh, law enforcement right. guy in the nation.
1: Yes, despicable oh, guy. I just I can't stand Eric Holder. I dislike him. I don't hate him. I want to make that clear? Mm-hmm. I don't hate anybody, but I do dislike him with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns.
2: That's a that's a lot of dislike going on there.
1: Yeah, but it's not hate. At least it's not hate.
2: No, it's definitely There's not. It's a lot it doesn't of dislike. As
1: hate? I'll agree with you. It is a lot of dislike, <laughs> but it's it's not hate. Uh, all right, let's hear the rest of this because he's got another oh, yeah, prediction here.
3: I assume Trump will um, will sign it. It's ah. necessary. It should have been in place a long time ah. ago. It should have been in place months, yeah, yeah, and months should. ago. Months. And you know, if Trump, uh, Trump, Trump doesn't want to leave the White House because if he leaves the White House, he's probably going to end up in jail. So yeah. don't, you know, what? he's going to fight like hell to not leave the White House. That's interesting. You know, Bill Maher, I think, once said that, it's you know, Trump is not going to leave. and I, thought I don't think my, he's leaving either. I thought to myself, that's ridiculous. But as I've thought about it, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, ridiculous. this guy with all the norms that he, yes. he breaks Right, through,
1: right. He'll stay.
3: I think he loses. And then I, it'll be interesting between, uh, say, November and January when he would have to you know, uh-huh. start packing. Start all packing. That stuff. I wonder, for instance, will he pardon himself? Right. Will he try to do that? Will he do that? He'll use his power. No one's ever done that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you mm-hmm. can do that, mm-hmm. but no one's ever even thought about doing something like that. <laughs> and so will he pardon you know, all the people in the It's his a good question though. That's never him happened.
1: Himself. No one's ever that's,
3: could, that's something that I wouldn't uh, take
1: off the table. Right? right. Yeah, I wouldn't either cuz man, you just never know. Uh, I bet he doesn't even leave office. Good yeah. gosh. When people were saying that about about Obama, they went absolutely bat crap crazy over it. Oh, you conspiracy theorist. And and by the way, we never said Obama was not going to leave office if he was if if he lost or if his term ended. Uh and look at what, look at the things that they're saying about Donald Trump. They've just gone stark raving crazy.
2: Yeah, remember there was a time Jeez. where Eric Holder I think was uh considering a 2020 run. Boy, that would have been yeah, fun.
1: Oh, oh wouldn't, it, wouldn't oh. you think Cory Booker is bad. This guy's worse than Booker.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of hatred there.
1: And let's not forget, uh, he is the he's the one behind the Fast and Furious thing. The he's the one he's the one that sold the guns to Mexico. Uh, pathetic. And then they blamed Bush for it. <laughs> Jeez, just unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. No, uh,
2: yeah. Let's be clear. I, I know that you just the word choice there. He didn't sell guns to Mexico. He the, the federal government gave. Weapons, right? Weapons. To to gun dealers along yes. the border right. to sell to drug cartels, right. So we can track right. them across the border. Yes. Shut
1: up, Eric. That's an important clarification because selling guns to Mexico, if you're going government to government, you know that that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Yeah. When <laughs> you're giving them uh, to the drug dealers. Yeah, and
2: just a reminder, those guns <clears throat> ended up, you know, killing uh, killing Terry, a border uh-huh. agent, and then um, uh, also ended up at the Paris uh, uh, oh, that's concert. Right.
1: Right. So track those Jeez. guns, Eric. Amazing. Amazing. And nobody nobody ever talks about that. You never hear about that in the mainstream media. Meanwhile, uh, Rashida Tlaib, who's also uh, just a delightful, delightful Democrat, she told Detroit's police chief he should use only black people as analysts for the city's fiscal recognition system because white people, quote, think African Americans all look the same, unquote. Wow. Wow. You talk about racism. Oh, my goodness. That's a racist statement right there. Mm -hmm. To lump all white people into that category? (laughs) She is so despicable. She made the suggestion during a tour of Detroit's real-time crime center, which utilizes facial recognition software. Uh, Analysts need to be African Americans, not people that are not, (laughs) she said. I think non-African-Americans think African-Americans all look the same. I've seen it even on the House floor. People call Elijah Cummings John Lewis and John Lewis Elijah company, Cummings. And they're totally different people. <laughs> wow. Wow, really? Oh.
2: Huh. Who who did that, Rashida?
1: Yeah, I'd like to know who did that. And I'd, I'd like to know if that's ever happened to white people where they've been called the wrong name. Certainly not. I'm sure that's not. And it's only because... You thought that all white people looked the same. is why you mixed them up. Jeez. Who did she say? It was Cummings and who? Cummings and Lewis.
2: Okay. Hang on a second.
1: Uh, I trust people who are trained regardless of race, according to uh, the police chief. Thank goodness. Uh, It's about the training, he said. Later, the police chief expressed outrage over Tlaib's comments and suggestion that analyst competency competency extends only toward one race. He said it's insulting. Yeah, thank you. We have a diverse group of crime analysts and what she said that non-whites should not work in that capacity because they think all black people look alike (laughs) is a slap in the face to all men and women in the crime center. Yep. Talib was offered a tour of the center after she criticized the police department saying the agency should probably rethink this whole facial recognition BS. She actually said the word of course. When questioned by a reporter if she believes white people are not qualified she said I think they're has actually been studies out that it's hard for um, African-Americans would identify African-Americans or Latinos. Same thing.
2: Uh What? She thinks there's been studies out.
1: Oh, she is so bad. She's
2: wretched and obviously a racist.
1: Obviously. I mean, there's no words to describe how reprehensible she is. Plus, she loves to promote these uh, hoaxes. Not only does she promote racism and lumping all white people together uh, into the same category, she also likes to uh, promote hoaxes. She's promoted at least four racially charged hoaxes or debunked stories on Twitter and failed to issue any statements retracting or correcting. Never held accountable. Uh in fact, she just did this with um, with Amari Allen. Amari Allen is the 12-year-old girl who made up the story about the three white boys that they held her down and cut her hair while they were calling her just vile, despicable names. So, of course, everybody was up in arms over that. Uh, all pissed off about it. And then it turned out, guess what? Mm-hmm. Amari Allen made this story up.
2: Oh, it wasn't Karen Pence, Mike mm. Pence's wife, no, that it wasn't. was uh, no. in charge of that since she teaches part time at that school of Surprisingly, hate?
1: Surprisingly, no, it was not. Oh, okay. No, I heard um, something wrong then. I but guess. Rashida Tlaib uh, tweeted out to her, You are beautiful, Amari Allen. You are courageous and strong. You are loved. That, uh, that can all still be true. Mm-hmm. She's also a little liar, okay, who made up a little fairy tale about three uh, white kids. What about them? Uh, are you going to tweet out about them? Are are you going to uh express any sympathy toward the three white kids wrongly accused? There's more on this story too on the on on the little black girl and the local reporter that first pushed this story down the throats of Americans. Uh that reporter also was promoting her family's Natural Cosmetics Company just the day before she made this weird accusation. This is a strange story. Um, Amari Allen told her family that three white boys held her down on the playground, called her hair nappy. Allen also said the boys called her ugly and an attention seeker. If you know anything about three uh, 12-year-old white boys, uh, they use the, the term attention seeker all the time. You little attention seeker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. That's part of the preteen vernacular. Oh, yeah. I don't know how many times I called people attention seekers when I was 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost, almost all day, every day, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Now, earlier that day, Channel 9 reporter Makia Turner tweeted five times about the Crown Act or natural hair bill that she was pushing, which uh, advocated that... Um, uh, there were t- the natural. I, I don't even see. natural hair. Yeah, act. look, look, look at what that advocates for: the Crown Act or Natural Hair Bill. Mm, <laughs> something okay. about protecting people's hair products. Oh wow! Okay. Something to that effect. In
2: California, is that right?
1: No. California's Crown Act. Maybe. Uh,
2: let's see. Just became the fir- California just became the first state to ban discrimination against natural hair. The LA okay. women share their thoughts on what passage of the Crown Act will change for Black women and women of color.
1: Yeah, so she's trying to get this reporter is on this quest to get it passed in Maryland. Okay, because that's where that's where she is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, she's a trailblazer for the for the natural hair bill, which I I don't know what what. Why well, does your natural hair have to be protected? Well,
2: well, passed in July, the Crown Act of California uh, uh-huh. stands for Creating a Respectful and Open Workplace, and it will ensure protection against discrimination in the workplace and schools based on hairstyles by prohibiting employers and schools okay. from enforcing... Right.
1: Okay. So if you have dreadlocks, they can't make you change your hairstyle. Gotcha. Right.
2: Okay, so I Maryland guess... wanted to be like California.
1: Yes. Okay. And this reporter wants Maryland to be like California. Okay. Um. So she says, she tweeted out, it's sad that laws like this have to exist for people just to be themselves. <laughs> so you can have your hair as long and scraggly as you want, I guess, if you're a white person, or you can do it in dreads if you're white, black, Latino, whatever. And your employer can say nothing about any of it, despite the fact that that might not be right for their workplace. Right. Come on. So that's what that Crown Act is all about, or the Natural Hair Act. <laughs> I just, I... It's unbelievable.
2: I feel that an employer should be able to terminate you for whatever they want to. It's their business.
1: Oh, wow. Why the hate? Where, where did that come from? We've visited this
2: that many times. Just... I am full of it. Whoa. Full of hatred. Okay?
1: <laughs> if I run a business you really and are. I
2: want my employees, uh, uh-huh. employees to wear a certain um, uh, uniform. Right. Or have their hair in a certain way, uh-huh. whatever look. I'm think about it, you go to a hotel or something like that. Yeah, you know you want a certain look that you're trying to um, transmit to your clientele. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want uh, someone with uh, hair that's all over the place, whether they're white or black or whatever. Um, I would probably want them to be clean shaven. Yes, I mean, see, in radio we get away yes. with not being. We don't have to shave, right? And then they put cameras in here, and it's like, oh, sorry, y'all. Um, but
1: uh, and by the if, way, they, they, there's pretty strong suggestions about what we wear, mm-hmm. uh, how mm-hmm. we dress, how we act. Sure are. You know, if I came in with dreadlocks tomorrow, I think they'd probably say, uh, "Don't do that." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it,
2: it depends on yeah, the business. Don't do that. If yeah, I'm running does. a gas station, I don't care what you wear. Yeah. But if I'm running a, a five star hotel, you better be uh, or a, rest a really sure. nice restaurant. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I want to, and I don't want. Uh, I, I was at a restaurant recently, and. Um, and just for the record, the guy was white, and he had um, these long earlobes with these, you know, he had these hoop things. <laughs> yeah, he the had giant
1: things in his earlobes. hollowed it
2: out, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that is grotesque, man. I'm trying to
1: eat. <laughs> I'm not coming back here.
2: I didn't say that to him. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I'm not coming back here because I don't want to see that.
1: Yeah. Did it ruin your appetite?
2: Absolutely, it did. It was yeah. gross, and then, of course, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Now, <laughs> oh gosh, man, that guys, uh, something going on there.
1: And by the way, why isn't it racist now? Why isn't this little Amari Allen being accused of racism for accusing these white boys of doing something they didn't do? Why isn't that? Aw, racist? you
2: gotta forgive her. Come on, it's unbelievable. Let it go. It I'm... is
1: unbelievable. So that, and again, back to. Uh, Rashida Taleb, that's not the only hoax that she has pushed. And she's never said, hey, by the way, you know, we said we said Amari Allen should stay strong and she still should, but she made up that story. And hey, you uh three little white boys, I'm sorry about that. Nope, nothing like that. Cause uh that's not her. Then she also pushed um the the uh Covington kids. Yep. Remember the Covington kids and how they were so terrible because they stood there in front of a, a Native American, yeah, and he stood his ground while the Na- Native American did a chant in his face. And by the way, it was a Native American that approached him, mm-hmm. not the other way around.
2: And uh, white boy's mm-hmm. sin was that he smiled. Right. Okay. it's
1: good. She tweeted out, this is so hard to watch. It reminds <laughs> us of the growing hate and oppression we're all up against. <laughs> really? Because he stood there and looked at the guy. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. That'll teach him. Unbelievable. So uh, then she uh, she also shared a GQ article with the initial headline: "The racist, homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett <laughs> is far right America's end game." Ah. Oh when one of the most famous black and gay men in America is not safe the message is clearer than it has ever been the dangerous lies spewing from the right wing is killing and hurting our people yeah and then it turns that turns out to be a hoax as well so thank you Rashida for all these pushing all of these hoaxes yeah uh you are loved you are loved you are loved that's what she tweeted out to uh to State Representative Erica Thomas. Oh, yeah. She s- lied. said in a tearful Facebook Live video, she feared for her life. Her claim was that a man told her to go back home to where she came from, and that drew national attention. Um, Yeah, it never happened. She was never told to go back to where she came from. Uh, I mean, this happens over and over and over again, and Rashida Tlaib, like Al Sharpton, and... And and the rest of the race baiters are always at the forefront and never apologize. Not yeah. ever.
2: And, and I'm sure you'll get to it. But uh, since uh, Jesse Smollett's uh, name came out uh, with this little girl's hoax um, and and she was compared to him, he, of
1: course, <laughs> had to speak out. Yeah, he hasn't lied about a thing. <laughs> That's what he said. I haven't lied about a thing. All uh, right, Jussie. He's still clinging to that. You can go back to whatever <laughs> you're doing. He's still clinging to it. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> 888-900-3393. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up here in a second.
5: Pat Gray. Unleashed. The
1: Blaze Radio Network. 888 900 and Pat Unleashed on Twitter.
2: How dare you?
1: I don't know. I just do. You know, it's just one of those things. I just dare do it.
2: Right. How dare you?
1: I just told you. Uh, that's just me. You know. Oh, speaking of Greta, which we really weren't, <laughs> uh, but the Church of Sweden yeah? declared Greta Thunberg to be an appointed successor to Jesus in a 2018 tweet that resurfaced in the wake of her speech before the United Nations. Wow. Announcement! They tweeted out with an exclamation point. So it's a big announcement. <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth now has... appointed one of his has appointed one of his successors Greta Thunberg uh, they tweeted out and that raised a little bit of alarm as you can imagine with some of the Christians in the fold Uh, and then it reemerged when she spoke to the UN Mm -hmm. because I mean that's just like Jesus remember when Jesus went to the UN (laughs) and and he said he said hey how dare you how dare you people not uh cave in to all of this uh, global warming hysteria. Do you know the earth I created is just really fragile and can't withstand virtually anything you people... I didn't foresee you were going to do all this stuff to it. So I, I, I'll never forget that speech you made there. That was good. Yeah. That was... It was, it was a powerful speech. It a good one. Uh, Church of Sweden has a history, I guess, of uh, promulgating climate alarmism. And uh, Greta, particularly, noting on their official website, when the Amazon burns, we gather to fight for Mother Earth together. While some Swedish Twitter users were amused, others uh, thought it was blasphemy. So. What? Yeah, I know. I know.
2: To compare this. Uh, right?
1: Uh, climate activist
2: <clears throat> to Jesus? To the savior of the world? <laughs> How dare you!
1: Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of Europe and Europeans, uh. The farmers, who are tired of being blamed for climate change in the Netherlands, drove their tractors out and had a big convoy, a big a big tractor convoy to the Hague, <laughs> uh, and it caused a little bit of a rush hour tr- problem in the Netherlands. Look at that! <laughs> <laughs> Look at them all. They said that. I mean, that's a lot of people getting together to do that.
2: Wow! All across the country, huh? Well, those are.
1: What, hundreds, if not thousands of tractors uh, on the, well, that's on the just, road? Well, that's
2: just one picture, yeah. I think we're doing this all over the place.
1: Supposedly, this w- this created a 700-mile backup.
2: <laughs> I love it. Wow. Farmers taking a stand.
1: Think- 2,200 police joined in a convoy uh, storming the Hague in the protest. Sheesh. Oh. The worst morning commute in Dutch history. Huh. Uh-huh. in the midst of the country's efforts to curb carbon emissions to meet the government's goals. I mean, you think it's bad here? What do you think the Netherlands is doing to business people and farmers? That's uh, got to be ugly.
2: What, a 50% reduction? <laughs> uh, uh, in!
1: Oh, yeah. They're suggesting a 50% reduction. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: I like one of the signs the uh, farmers had was, how dare you?
1: <laughs> was it? Yeah.
2: Seriously? Yeah, it's fun. How dare you?
1: Use Greta's own words against her. Uh-huh. I like that. I like it. Uh fences and other barriers were toppled as the protesters made their way to their destination mm. while the vast majority of the caravan's participants were peaceful. Only 3 were arrested. The congregation took its time <laughs> and their presence was known by the by the city folk. Uh-huh. More than 700 miles of traffic jams were reported at the uh, peak of rush hour, mostly due to the protests.
2: That's fun. It's bad enough when you're out in the country and, and you've got, like, the tractor guy blocking your lane. You're like, all right, can I get around this guy yet? Imagine the entire country being plastered with those tractors, which, by the way, uh, Candace suggested this could have been avoided if they just listened to uh, you give the traffic and weather every eight minutes. <laughs> <in the threes. laughs> But unfortunately, <laughs> they uh, would have known. Nobody tuned in. Yeah, for dang. the traffic over there in the Netherlands. The
1: Netherlands just—they're—they're mm-hmm. not hip to Pat Gray Unleashed. They need yeah. to be, though. They need to be. We could have saved them a heck of a lot of time and gotten them there on time.
2: Yeah. Well, you got to start giving the traffic report in multiple languages.
1: Can you start doing that for people? Uh, Your audience
2: stretches worldwide now, obviously.
1: The first language will obviously be Dutch. and uh, So I'll be learning that this weekend. We'll debut that on Monday.
2: By the way, guess what? Uh, Greta, she's going to be in Iowa City uh, tomorrow talking about climate change. It's like, when are you going to leave? Go home. And how are you getting from New York to Iowa on horseback? Come on.
1: Uh, We just saw this headline. Scurvy is on the rise. No, in the no. United States of America. Now look, it ain't so. I've been on the leading edge of the scurvy scare. I, I've been trying <laughs> to tell you about scurvy, and you didn't. Believe, maybe you'll believe me now. Okay, <laughs> the scurvy <laughs> epidemic is coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't be part of it. No. If you feel sluggish and like you're not getting enough nutrition <laughs> because you're like me and you don't like vegetables, you don't eat a lot of fruit. Well, there's. Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Every scoop of it is a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Mm. You just take a scoop of it, put it into eight ounces of water, stir it up. It tastes like Kool-Aid. Or you can put it in a smoothie. It just sweetens the smoothie. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's a great way to get that nutrition in your diet if you're not a kale fan, spinach fan, green beans, all of that stuff. Now, you get satisfaction. It's guaranteed. Or you'll get your money back. Don't be fooled by phony imitations. Get some peace of mind. Look and feel better. Start your day with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's BrickhousePat.com. Go there now. BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT.
3: This is
1: Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Quick point of privilege.
0: Quick point Uh, of personal privilege point of personal privilege
1: yeah go ahead Mm -hmm.
0: please Please do not use use gendered gendered language to to (laughs) address everyone
1: okay thank you uh also uh there's some (laughs) there's some other things we have to address Uh, now that we've taken care of the gendered language problem yeah because we all know how frightening yep and oppressive that can be uh and now we got to take care of the global warming stuff now, global warming is affecting all aspects of our lives, including baseball. When you start to affect America's pastime, or at least what was in the 1940s, <laughs> uh, then you've gone too far. Uh, the Rangers, Texas Rangers, played their last game at Globe Life Park on, uh, on Sunday. They're done there because they're moving into a brand new facility. And the reason they built a brand new facility is Global warming. (laughs) Global, stinking, warming. Uh Uh-huh. Putting it in the same parking lot, you know, the gigantic parking lot, it's still going to be in in Arlington, which, by the way, I didn't know this, Arlington, our suburb of Arlington has about 400,000 people. That's more people than Cincinnati, Cleveland, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, or Tampa. Wow, that is In just that one suburb here. That's amazing, yeah. Anyway... That's where the Cowboys play, that's where the Rangers play, that's where Six Flags is located. It's all that stuff is in Arlington. But the new stadium has been built because it's just too hot now in Texas. All of a sudden it's hot in the summer in Texas. Yeah, that, that's and, a new thing. Yeah, it's a new thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it used to be, remember when it was like 45, 50 degrees all summer long? That's yeah, not the case anymore. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> it's not the case.
2: Those were good, good times. <laughs> so now that explains why they've built so many poles recently in Texas. Right. Is because now it's hot in the now summer. Now it's hot.
1: All of a sudden. It didn't used
2: to be that way.
1: You know, and as is pointed out in this article about the new stadium, which, by the way, is a domed stadium, so mm-hmm. it can be air-conditioned, just like they have in Houston, air-conditioned. In Houston, they needed it, too. And Houston used to be, gosh, it was nice in Houston. I mean, years ago in the seventies, uh-huh. it was always in. It was like San Diego. Weather I was about to just Houston. say that's a was good like comparison.
2: Yeah, when we were kids, right? Um, Houston and San Diego were very very similar. Much like, yes, and you just don't get. Those <laughs> and days now it's back. not.
1: It's not like San Diego anymore. It's frustrating. And neither is Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas used to be like Helsinki, Finland. Uh, in fact, the hottest it ever got in the summer, in the forties and fifties, in Dallas, Texas was was 68 degrees. That was a record high. I mean, that's what you would believe mm-hmm. if you were to read this article without any facts. <laughs> they, they talk about how it's obvious that in the Globe Life Stadium, uh, the players were sweating a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? And so, yeah, so we need a climate-controlled stadium now because global warming has made it too hot in Dallas to play outside anymore. Huh. And the author actually says, I wondered if maybe summer had been getting noticeably hotter in Arlington. <clears throat> and yes, it looks like it has. <laughs> really? <laughs> now, he, he admits <clears throat> he couldn't find anything that specifically mentioned just Arlington. So he went with Dallas-Fort Worth. <clears throat> so he went with the DFW Metroplex. <clears throat> so I did too. has it been hotter in Dallas recently than ever before uh let's look at july for instance summer temperature in july this year 2019 was 84.6 degrees now that includes the high temperature of the day of course then the overnight temperature and then you average all that together what was the average temperature during the day 84.6 uh last year it was 88.8 four degrees hotter well then um, let's see, I'm looking at 2011, it was 91.4, uh, and you scan the temperatures over I, the years, 91.6 in 1998.
2: Mm-hmm. I've actually got the hottest, uh, you know, the warmest months, uh, in Dallas in front of me. I don't know if you've got those numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, th- this past September, just a couple of days ago was actually the warmest, um, September, uh,
1: on average. Yeah. It's been a hot September. Okay. Yep. That. So that was
2: the hottest ever. So mm-hmm. congratulations, global warmest. If you want to go ahead and write that one down. Mm-hmm. But the warmest months uh, previous, um, let's see, uh, 2011. Uh, we had July and August were the warmest. Oh, see, global warming. More recent numbers. See? In
1: in July mm-hmm. in in July and August mm-hmm. in 2011. That was the. It was it was over a hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. Seventy three times It was a
2: very bad year. Seventy three. Yeah. Drought and the wildfires. Crazy. Um. Uh. Equally hot July was a uh, July ninety eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then your two hottest uh, Augusts um, mm-hmm. up there with that twenty eleven mark were nineteen fifty one and nineteen fifty two.
1: Yeah, I'm looking so. at all kinds of temperatures that are hotter than this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninety two degrees in nineteen eighty. Uh, that's the average temperature, 1980, 90.5, in 1954. I mean, it's BS that it looks like global warming is the cause. That's just not the case. It's not true. Uh, they're domed stadiums because it's just more comfortable, and we didn't have that op- that opportunity back in the 60s and 70s to build domed stadiums, except the Astrodome was the first ever invented And done. And now everybody wants one because you can be comfortable while you watch a baseball game or, for the players, play the baseball game.
2: But will they stop sweating then? Can we get them to stop sweating? I
1: I think there still might be some sweat appearing on the brows of some of the players from time to time. Because even at 72, if you're really exerting yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, you may break out in a sweat momentarily. But I think you'll be okay. Such, it's just so ridiculous. The top five
2: driest months, because you know that we're supposed to get just record droughts around the clock now with yeah. the yeah. climate catastrophe. Right. Um, the five driest months in Dallas history all occurred in 1943, when it did mm. not rain between January and May, one drop. Wow. For five months plus, no rain fell.
1: In 43?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Not even the Dust Bowl years of the 30s. It was 1943, huh? That's, yeah. That's interesting. Is there a number of people who can call about that, Ivan, or it's, uh, is it right there? It's right, on the, it's right there in Oh, front I'm of so you. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's interesting. That's interesting.
2: <laughs> By the way, there were a lot of requests um, for the uh, the roast of Alec Baldwin uh, from Pat Heads. Uh So in case you missed that, we might have to send that one back out again. Uh that oh. was that was classic. Oh, from his daughter? When his daughter uh, roasted him.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, we'll get to that in just a second then. Huh?
2: Oh, All you right, want to I play can, it again? Yeah, I'll play that oh, again. Okay.
1: That's definitely worth playing again. <laughs> yeah, because we I just realized you wanted to hear that again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Twist my arm. Ow. Okay. All right. So, Ireland Baldwin roasting her dad, Alec, coming up in just a second. <laughs> well, 60 seconds. Um, you know those are annoying robocalls, the ones that say you're pre-approved for credit cards or loans, or they tell you that uh, there's four serious charges pressed on your name? <laughs> Whatever the case may be, they're scammers. And they're trying to steal a lot of things, but in particular, sometimes your home's title. That's a fast-growing crime because it's so lucrative for them. Because once they can transfer your title over to in their name and affix your signature to that deal... Well, then they can go out and take an equity line of credit out on, on your home, and you get stuck with the payments. And it's really hard to extricate yourself from that nightmare. So don't let it happen to you in the first place. If there's even a chance, isn't it worth the pennies a day? You could pay home title lock to protect your home's title. When your home transfers to another person, they'll call you and say, Hey, is that you? Did you really sell your home? And if not, then they'll get on and shut it down before it costs you all kinds of money. Now, you can go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address right now. Find out if you've already been compromised. Protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com.
4: Pat Gray.
1: Now, why Alec Baldwin? Invited his daughter to this roast. I, I don't know that he gets to decide, right? I don't know. Don't you ask, hey, who would you like to have I roast I think
2: to? so. I think because a lot of times when you see these old uh, celebrity roasts, they're like, oh, my gosh, so-and-so's here. Oh, no, here we go. So I think it was probably a surprise to him.
1: Maybe. But this is brutal. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you think that people have been roasted in a br- brutal way, just wait till your daughter <laughs> says all this kind of stuff about you.
4: Hi, Dad. I'm Ireland.
1: (laughs) I'm Ireland.
4: It's good to be here. I almost didn't even know about it because I haven't checked my voicemails for my dad from the last, like, 12 years.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, my.
4: I actually have a lot in common with the people on this roast because, like them, I don't really know you that well either. (laughs) Well, a lot of people know my dad as that guy from the Mission Impossible movies or that guy from 30 Rock. I know him as that guy from like half of my birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretending to By enjoy the way, it at this Mission point. Impossible, is what I call getting my dad to apologize. <laughs> wow. A lot of people only know my dad as an angry guy, but he's more than some lunatic who loses his temper. He also loses Emmys and Oscars That's and wrong. custody of his firstborn child. Am I right?
1: Oh, wow. Wow.
4: But listen, let me just set the record straight. He was a great dad. I still remember when he would tuck me in and yell me a bedtime story. <laughs> my absolute favorite and his favorite mm. the three little thoughtless pigs.
1: Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh, my.
4: (laughs) Dad, your always-be-closing speech in Glengarry Glen Ross was great. At least you taught someone their ABCs, right? (laughs) It hasn't been easy being the daughter of an iconic movie star. But I'm not here to talk about my mother. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Or her Oscar. (laughs) I'm here to talk to you, Dad. Finally, without a court-appointed social worker. It's so nice (laughs) that we can do that. That's so sweet. Um, It's okay. I turned out fine. I've been modeling, which is a really fun gig. Honestly, it's just nice for a Baldwin to be on a runway without starting beef with American Airlines. (laughs) I was uh, so boys. surprised.
1: He uh, he flips her off at that point. Gives her a little flip off. Just, uh, I was
4: so happens. surprised when I heard about that plane incident. I mean, why would you even start <laughs> with the one place that's still playing your movies?
1: <laughs> wow. Whew. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. So good. But uh, fantastic.
2: Whoever wrote that... <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs> really good.
2: Congratulations for saying to him, <laughs> for writing that.
1: Wow. Oh, we've always wanted to. Yep.
2: <laughs> and his daughter for delivering it perfectly.
1: And referencing <laughs> this phone call. You have
0: insulted me. You don't have the brains
1: uh-huh. or the or decency,
0: the decency. Yeah. as a human being. Right. I don't give a damn that you're 12 years old or 11, 11 years, years old. old or that you're <laughs> a child or that your mother is a thoughtless pain in the ass who doesn't care Oscar about winner. what you do as far as I'm concerned. Uh-huh. So you better be ready Friday the right. 20th to okay. meet with me so I'm going to let you know just how I feel about what a rude little pig you really are.
1: <laughs> really bad way to talk to your 11-year-old or 12-year-old yeah, knows, daughter. I, mean, I don't know how old it's you hard are. hard to keep them straight. I haven't been around and I don't really care, but I am going to tell you what a rude little pig you are. Now, no, who talks to their children like that? An <sighs> abuser. An abuser talks to their daughter like that. Hmm. Really ugly stuff. Uh, 888 933 So he got a little payback 12 years later. (laughs) A little bit of payback. Uh, All right. You know, we've always heard, at least lately, in the last, I don't know, few decades, uh, red meat, really bad for you. Red meat causes cancer. Red meat, just not good for you. Stop eating red meat. hear that everywhere. My gosh. Mm -hmm. Red meat? You're eating red meat? Don't eat red meat. First of all, it's red. And then... Secondly, it's meat. Don't eat it. <laughs> okay, okay, I got it. <laughs> Public health officials now uh, are seeing, in a remarkable turnaround, an international collaboration of researchers produced a series of analysis analyses, mm-hmm. concluding that the advice a bedrock of almost all dietary guidelines not backed by any good scientific evidence.
2: Yeah, this is so awesome. Somebody took the time mm. to go and look at all these studies and go, "Wait a minute, there's like hold on, there's, there's no here. evidence <laughs> of
1: of red meat causing cancer." This happens all the time.
2: It's just been like a word it of happens. mouth
1: thing, like a rumor. Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden it's like you know what it's like? It's like the straw situation. The 500 million straws a day that are thrown into the ocean or whatever that kid said there were. Mm-hmm. 500 million a day and then nobody follows up and says, hey, where did you get that figure? Hey, how do you know that? And then they just start repeating it. And I think that's what happened with red red meat.
2: Yep, and A lie becomes the truth.
1: If there are health benefits from eating less beef and pork, they're small, the researchers concluded. Indeed, the advantages are so faint that they can be discerned only when looking at large populations, according to the scientists, and they're not sufficient to tell individuals to change their meat-eating habits. That is amazing! That. Yeah. That is amazing after they've been telling us this over and over and over again. hmm Yep. A fourth study. Yeah, there's all these studies they list, yeah. Uh huh. Ask why people like red meat. And whether they were interested in eating less meat to improve their health. If Americans were highly motivated by modest health hazards, then it might be worth continuing to advise them to eat less red meat. Uh, Taken together, the analyses raise questions about whether the lens long-standing dietary guidelines urging people to eat less red meat uh, are appropriate. The guidelines are based on papers that presumably say there is evidence for what they say but there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Kudos
2: to whoever took the time to read the studies. Same thing happened.
1: we Same thing happened with salt a few years ago. No. Somebody finally looked at the looked at the studies and said, "Well, wait a minute. There's no correlation here between salt and heart disease or even high blood pressure. In fact, in fact, they said the more the bigger concern is if you don't get enough salt, that can be worse for you mm. than if you get a little bit too much." yeah so, what do you what do you believe anymore
2: and when that, I don't know when they get outed they' probably say oh crap somebody read the study uh, right somebody read it instead of just believing our summary
1: hey we told you what to believe and mm-hmm. now you're questioning us Didn't, that's what they're doing with global warming mm-hmm, yeah same exact thing
2: so they did it with uh, now they did it with meat now they've done it with salt then they do it with eggs yes you know cholesterol they go back years and ago. forth on yeah. eggs
1: all the time. They were really good, then they were really, really bad. Stop eating eggs altogether, then wait, no, 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 eggs are good for you. Go ahead and eat eggs again. And now I think it's going the other way again. Really? Because now they're saying, well, <clears throat> wait a minute, back off the eggs. <laughs> okay, well, which is it? Uh-huh. What is it? Uh, one, one thing <clears throat> does remain constant. Um, kale
2: still sucks. Still sucks.
1: Still sucks. I mean, that's... The best recipe for kale <laughs> continues to be, uh, you put some coconut oil in a pan. You do? Yeah. Okay. And then you uh, take the kale out of the package and you put it in the coconut oil, swirl it around a little bit. Uh-huh. Then you take the pan by the handle, walk it over to the garbage can. Uh, okay. And tip it all into the garbage. I, I see why that would work. And the coconut oil helps the kale slide- Right out. Right out into the garbage. Into the garbage. It's <laughs> a perfect recipe for kale. Yeah. Give it a try. See if you don't love it as well. <laughs> um, and now there's also- Speaking of uh, meat, a vegan who claims that she was served a pork sausage roll that she thought was meat-free, and now she's been traumatized for life. No. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. This is a lifelong trauma. This sounds bad. It is bad, Keith. It sounds bad because it is. Okay. Charlene Ndugu, she's 20 years old said she began having heart palpitations immediately after being informed. (laughs) Informed, not after eating it, but when she was informed about what she was eating and that the roll contained meat. And then she said she began to cry. Oh, no. She said, I haven't had meat in two years. Oh, no. My belly started hurting and my heart started going crazy. I was panicking because... That only happens when I consume meat. (laughs) This doesn't happen when I have other food. (laughs) I'm traumatized for life now. For life. For life. Wow! I'm never going to Greg's again. I guess that's the restaurant where she hated Greg's.
2: Store. Yeah.
1: I've never been to Greg's either. I
2: think it's a British thing. Is it? You know, I'm gonna look it up. Is it Greg's with three G's? Two G's. Yeah. Technically three. Yes. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, it's a restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. So sorry.
1: The incident occurred after she went to eat something there at Greg's Bakery in Canterbury, Kent, in England. After she determined that there was pork in the sausage, she returned to the store where the manager offered her a three-dollar refund. Well, that's not <laughs> enough. A three-dollar refund? No, no he Do you know her life. she's been traumatized for life? For life. I think that's worth more than three dollars, my friend. I don't know. She's a vegan. Uh, maybe five bucks unsatisfied she then called the bakery's customer service hotline which offered her 36 dollars
2: oh well vouchers
1: yeah oh in vouchers yeah that still wasn't enough obviously she wanted an apology i was asking for a public apology to make people aware that they should watch out for things like this people can be allergic to pork and potentially die from such a stupid mistake i've never heard of a pork allergy maybe there are pork allergies (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of anybody dying from pork. Oh, what did what what did your dad die of? Pork? Oh no. I mean, they, that they, pork allergy has struck again. When will we stop the pork carnage?
2: You know that that, when? that Greg's Bakery? Yeah. I mean, it was just a regular. How many s- people have they killed? It was a sunny day in South London and mm-hmm. my dad walked in there and they had mislabeled the uh vegetarian roll. Yeah. It and was they had, they, and it was it, pork. It was, it was pork roll. And, oh no. And, and my dad can't can't do pork and he died right there in the bakery right there after the, the, the first floor. bite i uh, bet yeah. so it was well it was two
1: oh because
2: they, they he was enjoying it until they informed him that it
1: that it was pork, it and, was then pork, and, pork and then it was he, like, he oh, fell, fell dead
2: now i can tell it's pork and it was mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about
1: it back to indian is a story she <laughs> said uh it's my choice not to consume meat because it causes cancer which we just heard is, is not true pudding. it causes cancer it's not true pudding yeah.
2: Wait, meat? I've never even heard that claim.
1: Oh, I have. The red meat what? thing? Yeah, the red meat causes cancer? Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. Uh, that choice has been taken away from her, she says. She's a YouTuber, and she posted three videos about her trauma mm-hmm. to social media. <laughs> My body is poisoned for life now, you know? She says in, in one of the videos.
2: Which, which we learned her life is worth six bucks. <laughs>
1: Well, 36 bucks in vouchers. $36 in vouchers. In vouchers. Yeah. Okay. But you know this is going to lead to a millions and millions of dollars lawsuit uh, <laughs> because she's been traumatized for life. That's why she's got to make such grandiose claims. I've been traumatized for life now. There's Reasoned. no going back from this. You've only been a vegan for two years <laughs> and now your body is poisoned for life? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. And that's what uh, Greg's should tell her, too. <laughs> I'm not giving you $3. I'm not giving you $36. Shut up.